What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Anthony, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. <clears throat> Excuse me, this is the this series of spiritual warfare, and this is the third installment. Um, and this is titled, People Getting on Your Nerves. So, um, before I get going, uh, this there's been a, a bit of a gap in uh, me recording these last two episodes, and needless to say a lot of that has come because well as i was getting to the episode of people getting on your nerves i've had a lot of things happen where people were getting on my nerves gives me a lot to talk about so i'll get more into that i'll get more into that here in a little bit but first let me start off with a bible verse that i want to uh give and this is romans 12 21 and it states don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. So what's the purpose of reading this Bible verse? <clears throat> Excuse me. Dealing with people requires a different approach. Um, you're to treat people with dignity, respect, and love. So with treating people with dignity, respect, and love... What does that do with the Bible verse that I just read? And this ties into the whole um, concept of when read uh, Ephesians 6.12, we war not with spirit, but with flesh and blood. So as we go through this, uh, as we go through this, that's going to keep coming up more and more. Um throughout the whole time because one of the concepts with people getting on your nerves is oftentimes those people getting on your nerves is because that's 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 not the person it's the spirit behind the person so again not to get all spooky and say people are possessed that's not it what I'm saying is that person is being used by Satan to get at you as a person. And this Bible verse says that we don't conquer evil by doing evil, but by doing good. So what we are instructed in the Bible to do is to combat their wrongdoing with doing the will of God, doing good, showing love. Now don't confuse doing good and showing love with being a doormat that simply is saying if somebody's coming at you sideways instead of trying to one-up them looking for taking the high road or in some cases avoiding conflict I mean I brought this up I believe in Bible verses before but it's Proverbs 1821 I believe and it says the, the power of life and death are in the tongue. So instead of trying to spit venom at someone, spit positive or another proverb, which I believe is, um, here, I'll just look that one. At the, I believe it's 16. Here, I'm almost there. Uh, it's 1728, even the fool's. 
are thought wise when they are silent. With their mouth shut, they seem intelligent. Why am I throwing all of these different proverbs with what's going on? Because ultimately, when people are coming at you sideways or saying something, whether it be true or no, there's a time when we got to let pride go and just grin and bear it. You don't always have to have the last word. Um, people are often wanting to retaliate so much that um, things escalate, which <clears throat> with that being said, I'll go into this next verse. Verse says, excuse me, in the second Timothy 2, 23 through 26, and it says, I say again, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. <clears throat> A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach and be patient with difficult people. I'm going to read that last part again. Be patient with difficult people. That goes with what we're talking about. We'll come back to it. Gently instruct these, excuse me, those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change these people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap. For they have been held captive by him to do whatever he wants. Again, that goes with some of the, the oppression talked about last issue. Or, you know, where if you don't follow the, the Holy Spirit or Christ especially if you don't believe you can easily be manipulated by the enemy and the trap of the devil being held captive and whatever he's telling you you're doing he can't make you do anything but he's telling so difficult people hey man you should go over there and tell this person whoopty woo you know whether it be something mean like you're look you don't look good or you're a terrible person or whatever i'm just picking my you know little stuff or whatever and they go over and they do it <clears throat> and they come at you and a, a lot of times this is not their dislike for you or anything they're just they're being manipulated and the point of the manipulation is to get us to come out of a place of love and pop off so that we lose our witness and that's often what like to go back with the the verse in Ephesians that says we war we're not with flesh and blood but with spirits that's generally the point of people getting on your nerves especially those of us who are trying to walk in that uh that light we're trying to walk in the, the life which Christ built for us so People are going to be placed in our way to get on our nerves because that the point is to lose witness. So if I'm always getting effect, offended by what people are saying and retaliating, when I try to preach to them, they're going to be like, shut up, listen to how you talk to me. <clears throat> I can give you an example of that. I said that I had um, examples of things that have gone on. I'll pick a couple. And some of this is at, at work and I won't obviously go into detail about it. <clears throat> but I have, like, there's this there's this dude that always comes up to me 
and he says just like just off the wall asinine comments and it's like he just says and he thinks he's being cute coy funny whatever and you know just no thought process behind anything other than to get on my nerves and there have been times that I've wanted to respond correction I wanted to react instead of respond and in my reaction just getting to a a match of talking back and forth you know who can get the biggest cut down or whatnot and um this has been happening a lot in in the last week week and a half like more and more every day and that's just one instance and i guess i can give you the praise report and i i told one one of the times i went to him uh, most recent time I, th- I believe um he came and he said something and i i I said to him, I said, man, you know, how did I word it? People who generally talk that much stuff about other people are missing something in themselves and a sense of insecurity. And they're trying to cover up for that. I said, so you know what? I love you and I'll give you a hug and I want you to know I'm here for you. Now, that response spoke volumes more than when another instance, he said something about my hairline or something. And I said, you know, instead of trying to argue and saying that I'm not losing my hair, I, you know, I said, well, my hairline can be fixed, but your face can't. Now, you hear the two things between that. One, I gained witness. The other one, I succumbed. And that's kind of the point of what I wanted to get at with that. And um, kind of goes back to the don't do evil. The only way to to conquer evil is by doing good. Because one response, he heard me and he was probably like, man, that's deep. I can go to this, this dude. The other one, he was like, he's just like everyone else. And he could have been going through something. And when I said, you know, trying to crack back, I could have made his day worse. So there's one aspect of that. And another one is, um, there's a person, I don't want to go into a lot of detail about it, but this person nitpicks extremely about everything and is very prideful and does and, uh, and quick to point out what is going wrong and me in particular because of the the, the complex of the, the complexity in which the, the place of uh, our interactions are I'm being coy on purpose I don't want to put people on blast this is no one in my family, so it's not like I'm trying to protect my family. So let me, I can say that much. But this person is always like saying things, you know. I don't think this person is 
mean. I don't think this person tries to be rude. I think this person just only knows one way to respond to people and to situations. And that's why this person talks the way they talk. And in doing so, there's no filter or thought process behind it. And just words just come out of the mouth. And, you know, <clears throat> things are said and whatnot. And, and it, 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 it puts it puts a conflict. And um, that conflict is... I think kind of to go with this last with this last verse, it, it, it's meant to get me in a state of arguing or being flesh. The spirit behind it is getting me to respond in my flesh to this person because I want to tell this person, like, you are no better than me. You are in no higher position than me. You need to stop talking to me like you don't have any sense. You don't know who I am in a flesh-like manner instead of keeping the high road and getting my point across from a place of love instead of being confrontational. Um, which kind of leads into another verse, which is in Luke 6, 27 and 29, through 29. But to you who are willing to listen, I say love your enemies. I'm not calling this person my enemy. Let me throw that out there. Do good do good to those who who hate you. Also, I'm not saying this person hates me. Just go with it. Blessed are those who curse you. Pray for those who hurt you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, offer the other also. If someone demands your coat, offer your shirt also. Now, people hear that and they're like, nah, man, I ain't gonna let you do slap me in the face or whatnot. But, I mean, it's it's <clears throat> all about keeping your witness. So, if, if in the instance that I just said... The insults, the condemnation, the belittling of this person I'm speaking about, I am supposed to not get into a fight with this person, not hate this person, but bless this person, even though I want to at times punch this person. And in fact, pray for this person. <clears throat> and when the insults come, when I hear when you get slapped in the cheek, give them the other one. Basically, just like, hey, I, you know, this is me talking. I'm not saying this is what God is saying. Basically saying, well, if it makes you feel better about yourself, you go ahead and do what you got to do. I know that the spirits behind this is why you're acting that way. Not necessarily, um, you know, getting to some form of conflict with it, about it. So I, uh, I really want to go into more detail about it, but I don't. And I, if my lack of detail and talking around the situation confuses, I'm sorry. Just know that what I want to say in that person, in, in, in the instance, is that person's pride and talking at me instead of to me causes me to get into a place where I can become offended and thus want to pop off and fight as opposed to where I'm in a place of witness where I am in fact showing love 
And showing love doesn't mean brown nosing. Just showing love. Showing Christ. You were showing me hate, but I'm going to show you love. Hey, look, man. We can talk to each other a better way. As opposed to, fool, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to knock you out. People getting on your nerves. Why? Again, to lose your witness. And, I mean, that's just a couple of instances of things that have happened. And um, things I wanted to talk about. And, I mean, I have a bunch of verses and proverbs that covered all of this. And maybe I'll hit a couple of them just so you can hear. 1 and 16, Proverbs 17, 24. Sensible people keep their eyes glued on wisdom, but a fool's eyes wander to the end of the earth. Uh, no, I won't go into detail on that one. I already read 28. Even a fool seems wise when quiet. That one, again, instead of going to town, I'd, you know, I'll just be quiet. Oh, that I read the wrong verse. That's why. 1624. That's our. <laughs> that's why. So let me, I stand corrected. The verse I read at first was Proverbs 17.24, which is why it doesn't make sense as to what we're talking about. But 16.24 says, kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Now, if we can give kind words even to the people who are getting on our nerves, it's sweet like honey and healthy for the body. Imagine a place where we're talking to each other like that. Um, 1628 is instead of being the fools, even a fool seems wise when quiet, which is 1728, 1628 says a troublemaker plants seed of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. Could go on for another half hour talking about that, but you get the point. Instead of starting stuff, we need to be the ones to stop the stuff. 17 Proverbs 17 13 if you repay good for uh, if you repay good with evil evil will never leave your house <clears throat> excuse me <coughs> oh excuse me I apologize for that um I keep going I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Uh, 18, 12, and 13. Still in Proverbs. Hardiness goes before destruction. Humility precedes honor. Prideful. People are being prideful. This is a response. You get prideful. It, it leads to destruction. If you're humble, precedes honor. In this instance, instead of getting into a puffing chess match with someone because they're getting on your nerves... Just be humble about it. You know what? If they have to have the last word, do you have the last word? If it makes you feel better about yourself, not saying it always has to happen, but I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. And then 13 says spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. Now, how often do we get into conversations with people and end our arguments and we start spouting off and we're not listening? According to this verse, is both shameful and foolish. Why? Because it starts, it can change something that is small and make it big, all because we won't listen. Which is connected to Proverbs 17, 28, that says, even a fool seems wise when silent. That's why a fool seems wise when silent, because you're listening instead of reacting. So that when you hear it correctly, you can respond properly. 
this is how we combat those spirits. <clears throat> uh, one more that I will read and I will close it up. And this is Proverbs 20, verse 3. And it says, avoiding a fight is a mark of honor. Only fools insist on quarreling. So, instead of always trying to fight with one another, start stuff. Get even with the people who are getting on our nerves. Why don't we try to see it for what it is? It's an attack from the enemy to get us in a place of spite, strife, vindictiveness, anger, hate, vengefulness, and get us to react negatively instead of processing and responding properly. I hope that ministered to someone. Um, so <clears throat> that is the end of this episode. The next episode is, a, is, is titled the lust attack, uh, in relation to uh, spiritual warfare, plenty to talk about on that. I'm sure it touches close to those, or, you know, I'm sure plenty can hear that and understand that again. I pray that this blessed you and encouraged you. I love you. God bless.